Get your vaccine. It's episode 14. There I go. Making it political? Shouldn't be political, right? That shouldn't be a pol- <laughs> Anyways, hello. Hello, and welcome back to my show. Today we're going to talk about friendships. Kind of doing a three-part series. Uh, Last time we did Dating is Hard, this time we're doing Friends, and apparently I'm still singing my words, and next week we're going to do Family, Can of Worms, but we're not there yet. So let's talk about friendship. Why do I talk like, let's talk about friendship? Like, who am I? I am I like a DJ in the 90s on a radio station? <sighs> so, as you can tell by my gleaming personality, um, it's, it hasn't been the easiest, or when I was younger, to make friends, I think. Maybe it was easy. I don't know. I feel like our memories of the past are always like glossed over by whatever parts of whatever like conclusions we came to about our own um, identities based on like distorted perceptions of the way things went down but here's my distorted perception of the way things went down I think I uh, had a bit of trouble at a certain point connecting to kids the same way I saw them connecting to each other but I think the reason for this is because when I was really really young I went to daycare and made a lot of friends, I think, and also had like a best friend there and was comfortable there. And then um, my family moved to uh, the Middle East for um, a year or about a year, at least a school year. And so I was kind of ripped away from um, the environment that I was comfortable with. I don't think this was a bad thing, by the way. Uh, I just think it was kind of unique. Um and put in like a brand new country with a new language and I luckily I was four years old so I learned the language really quick and I made new friends and then I was ripped back into uh, my hometown and then when I went back to visit the daycare most of the kids didn't remember who I was even though I had been thinking about them while I was away and that was very alienating and I didn't go back to daycare after that I went to kindergarten whole new school again and um most of these kids hadn't you know left the country um not to mention like um lived in another language in another continent so I think that started me off kind of in an interesting way in terms of making friendships because I had gained this whole new perspective. I mean, I remember that, that I just, you know, leaving the continent kind of breaks your brain in a way and makes you realize, well, the world isn't all the same. Like, not everybody lives the way I do. You know, like, there's all these countries that live in radically different ways and the whole vibe is different and the food is different and the language is different and the culture is different. Everything is different. Um, even though it's still human beings, but their needs are being met through such different means. Did the whole shape of it is completely different. And so I would look, I remember looking around at the other kids. This is where my snobbery, I mean, I was destined to kind of be a snob. 
having academic parents, but uh, this is where the snobbery really took it up a notch because I was remember looking around the kids in my kindergarten class and just I remember them like giggling on a slide and I remember walking pensively I'm like five years old at this point thinking oh, they'll never understand the joy of youth has been removed from me that's so immature um, because they didn't understand there was nobody that could really relate to what I had been through um, and that just kind of forever put up a barrier, I think, between me and other people, not necessarily in a negative way, just where I kind of expect people to not really understand where I'm coming from. And I've kind of made my peace with that. But it's definitely made me be like, Ugh, I don't know if trying to make friends with these people is even going to be worth it because I'm going to have to get them to jump over this hurdle of like trying to understand me and me trying to understand them and Maybe it's not even worth it. Um, I also don't trust people right away. I like to know them for a long time. I make a lot of snap judgments about people. It's really weird. It's like either it, I make a snap judgment, it takes me a long time to trust someone, or once in a blue moon, there's people that I just trust right away. Um, and that probably isn't great either. I guess I kind of bounce around between extremes in that way. Um, but when I get a good feeling about someone, I just trust them right away. Um, I don't know. So that's weird. Um, but uh, let's see, what else do I have in my notes? Um, yeah, what is the difference between the people that I trust right away and the ones that I don't? Honestly, I don't know. It's like completely intuitive. I feel like I can see some things on people's faces, like sometimes people's trauma shows on their faces, and I feel like sometimes I can identify like, oh, that's an unhealed wound to the point where if I get close to that person, their wound is going to hurt me, so I need to stay away, and it's usually in the eyes. <laughs> I can see this like deep pain in their eyes, and I'm like, uh-oh, I can't fix that. And also, it's a little dangerous for me to be around, which is kind of fucked up survival of the fittest mentality. But, you know, we only have so much time and energy on our hands and we can't be friends with everybody, can we? Some people seem like they can. And you know what? I don't understand those people. I don't know where they get the energy and they always come across as kind of disingenuous to me. Um, because... Nobody just likes everybody that much all the time. There, it just seems dishonest. Um, and I, those are the people I think I don't trust the most. The ones who are just um, blandly nice in all situations and don't have opinions. Or I guess it's just hard for me to respect them. Because <laughs> I can't make out who they really are or what they think. Um, and it seems like they're trying to manipulate the people around them by being just nice to everybody and friends with everybody just so they can get whatever it is that they like the jobs that they want or something. And I just it's hard for me to respect that because in my value system, I guess I put relationships above um, the opportunities that they could provide. And that's probably led to a lot of lack of success in my life because we live in a society that just promotes the hell out of narcissistic sociopaths. 
Um, and that's hard. I mean, that would be so hard to be that dishonest all day. I feel it's like, I'm not even like, oh, I'd be a bad person, but also it just looks exhausting. I feel like I'd be exhausted every day masking that hard, um, pretending to like every single person that I encountered. Um, not that I mean to people I don't like, I just keep my distance if I think it's going to be dangerous. Um, but yeah, which leads to the question, what is a friend? What do we think a friend is? What are we looking for in a friend? Um, to me, uh, the best version of a friend is someone you can be your whole self around. You're comfortable. Uh, you can take off the stress. Like being around people you're not friends with, stressful. Um, you need to kind of walk on eggshells a little bit, or at least I do. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I should not walk on eggshells for anybody, but you know what? I feel unsafe around people that I don't know that well, and that lack of trust um, adds a whole layer of, of stress and tension in my body. So like a good friend is somebody where I can take off that um, stress and just comfortably be myself because I can trust that they're not going to react in a way that's going to wound me hopefully if you if it's hopefully I mean I think at this point the people that you've chosen um, if you're choosing correctly they shouldn't really be wounding you um, so they're kind of like a like a safe space and you are in turn a safe space for them to be their whole self and you also will do your best not to wound them and make them feel loved and honored and respected. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Um, and I have found it's, it's kind of harder to make friends in L.A. than it was in Canada. And I don't know if it has something to do with the base level of a social democratic country that just kind of takes a little bit more care of its own and the floor isn't just an endless bottomless pit <laughs> of despair um but sorry about all the noise in the background um I don't know if it has something to do with that uh to me I think maybe it does um but when I first moved here, and I mean especially in L.A., people leave their whole families, their whole support system to go after a dream that's just completely their own. You know what I mean? So they've given up so much. So they're willing to do a lot to get what they want, meaning that they don't have allegiances to anybody. All of the people that they were loyal to are the ones they left at home and they come to L.A. and it's like a reality show. They are not here to make friends except for me I came here to make friends and it was hard and and it honestly to make real friends it takes years because you really you kind of need that history and that level of comfort to develop that trust so I mean if you've moved to a city recently or you're an adult and you're finding it hard to reach out and make friends just just don't give up it just it really does take longer than you want it to but in the end, it's so worth it just to have that safe, comfortable place to love and be loved. Oh, oh, oh.